Welcome to the Fidelity Building Protection Podcast on all things related to physical building security with Benjamin Johnson. Ben has 14 years of experience in the security industry and has been the owner of Fidelity Building Protection, based in Indianapolis, Indiana, since 2014. All statements made on this podcast are explicitly the opinions of Ben based on his experience and perception of current events. No statement should be construed as legal advice. Additionally, because codes vary by state and municipality, you should consult a legal expert in your area before applying anything from this podcast. You can find us online at criminalshateus.com, that's criminalshateus.com, or by searching the hashtag criminalshateus on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey guys, welcome to episode 21 of our podcast. Today we're going to talk about the uh, old question, is the lowest bidder really the best deal? Um, I think we all know that you get what you pay for, and sometimes we still forget that. And so it's just like when we go shopping on Amazon, uh, you know, you're looking for a t-shirt or you're looking for some electronic device, and so you find the thing that you want and you look to see who's got the cheapest. Um Sometimes that's okay, right? So if you're just comparing apples to apples, you're comparing, you know, the exact same television uh, from multiple suppliers, then that's probably okay to figure out who's going to offer you the best deal. But when it comes to service, um, that's probably not always the best way to go. And when it comes to trying to compare things that aren't exactly the same, that's probably not always the best way to go either. Uh, Certainly with cameras, we have cameras out there, you know, basic entry-level cameras that will sell you for $100 or $150, right? Very simple cameras, um, just a small turret. They don't have any special features besides showing video. And we also have cameras that are $3,000 that are um, very high resolution, can see a full 360 degrees, uh, have specialized analytics in them, right? Uh, two completely different cameras. And if you try to price shop alone, you're going to get that very entry-level camera, but you may need something more. And maybe you don't need the $3,000 camera, but you may need something a little bit better than that very basic, most economic camera that they have on the market. Um, Even more so if you're looking at Amazon or one of those online retailers where, you know, if you search camera systems on Amazon, you're going to find hundreds, if not thousands, of do-it-yourself camera kits. Um those camera kits probably aren't really a deal. Now, if all you care about is having some cameras hanging off the side of your building, then fantastic. But if you actually want a system that's going to be usable, that's going to be reliable, uh, that's going to give you good video playback when you need it, you probably want to look at hiring a professional. Um, We've had multiple calls just this week of uh, people who did exactly that. They went with the cheapest product, they went the lowest bidder, and then they're calling us to try to fix the problem. Um, in one case, they uh, went out and bought wireless cameras. And they bought them off of Amazon and they bought the cheapest wireless camera kit they could find. And it's four cameras, a little DVR that has a built-in monitor, right? Well, the problem is they installed these cameras on the outside of a steel building. And Wi-Fi cameras inherently don't have a very good range. Uh, so when you now we're trying to get through a steel building, a large size steel building. It actually has multiple truck bays inside of it. You know, you're going to have a lot of video loss, a lot of signal loss. And so their issue was that they 
had either intermittent camera failures or no camera at all in some cases. Um, you know, they want us to come out and fix it. And quite, quite frankly, we can't fix that. The only thing that we can do is recommend you install a hardwired system, right? And so for these people are going to have to now buy a hardwired system. And so they didn't save anything. Uh, they still have to buy the system they would have had to have bought, event, you know, initially. But now they're out the dollars that they spent for the wireless cameras that won't work for what they need. Uh, we had another case where somebody called us because people were locked inside a building. Now, you can imagine, um, not only is that a huge fire code violation, but uh, people don't like to be trapped inside a building. And so what had happened was this company wanted to upgrade their access control system. They, I don't know how they found this company, but it was basically what we would call a trunk slammer, a guy who is just selling, you know, whatever he can get to sell, doesn't know what he's doing to install it, um, goes out and puts a system in place, puts magnetic locks on the doors, doesn't hook up the releases correctly, and as soon as you power the doors up, they lock. Uh, but nobody can get in or out. So, you know, that's, uh, that's a scary thing. Um, fortunately, the when they discovered this, there happened to be an electrician on site, and the vendor was able, the actual manufacturer's uh, vendor rep was able to walk the electrician through uh, how to unplug the wire for the magnetic lock so at least the doors would release. Um, you know, it's scary that people do things like this. Uh, the same person actually, all of his wire splices, he just twisted the wire together and put tape over them. No wire nuts, no crimp connectors, nothing. Um, completely against code. Uh, completely it's just stupid, right? Um, those splices at best will end up either corroding or coming apart. Uh, worst case is they'll end up coming apart and touching another bare connector and shorting out. Um, you know, those wire splice, those connectors are dirt cheap. Uh, they're, they're pennies or less, you know, right? Like there's no reason not to use them unless you just don't know that you need to use them. And so that's where you go back to, you know, if you're just price shopping for the cheapest price, you're going to probably also get the lowest quality of service. And especially if you get three prices and two of them are pretty close to each other and the other one is significantly cheaper, maybe you need to question why is the other one so much cheaper? Um, and I don't know a good way that you can always reliably know that you are dealing with a professional security company or a professional service company in any industry. But some things that I typically do are at least to look to see if they have a website. You know, search the name of the company. When you search it, what comes up? Is it just a couple of web crawler pages saying that there is, in fact, a company or is there an actual website? You know, if you go to that website, does it look like it's a legitimate website or... You know, is it something that somebody just tried to slap together real quick uh, to make themselves look like a company? You know, how long has the company been in business? Um, you know, our company has been around since 2014. Um, I can guarantee you that when we first started in 2014, we had more difficulty getting new customers than we do now because we had such a little industry history. Um, you know, fortunately I had been in the industry for a long time prior to that. So that gave us some credibility, but still, you know, check to see how long that company has been in business. Um, if they've been in business for, you know, four or five years or more, 
then yeah, they probably got something going right. Um, it's very hard for a company that does bad business to stay in business for very long. Um, you know, you can also check with, uh, you know, see if they have BBB, Better Business Bureau uh, ratings or listings or reports. See if they're part of the chamber. Uh, go on LinkedIn. That's actually a big one that I'll do too is um, I'll, I'll go on LinkedIn and search that company. Um, pretty much every professional company has a LinkedIn presence. If not a company page, which they almost all have a company page, at least their employees are on LinkedIn. You know, if you're not finding anybody online, um, if you're not finding a website online, if you're not finding BBB listings, if you're not finding reviews, if you're not finding anything that shows that these this company is a legitimate company, ask yourself if it's really worth it. Um, is it worth compromising your building security? Is it worth file, fire code violations? Is it worth potentially trapping people in a building? Is it worth having the fire marshal come out and close your building down? Because uh, that's what will happen. The fire marshal finds out that you have magnetic locks on your building and they don't release correctly. They'll just shut your building down. They will literally make you take everyone out of the building and they will lock your doors and they won't be back in until you get it fixed. And then you call them back out and they inspect and verify. Um, big time fines, loss of revenue, bad reputation now because you, you know, everybody's going to talk about the time they got trapped in that building. It's just like people talk about when they get trapped in an elevator or when, you know, they get stuck anywhere, right? Um, you always hear about it. Do you want that reputation for your building? I may guess not. Um, you know, also you are going to need somebody who's going to be able to back up their work, right? So if this is a fly-by-night company, if it's some trunk slammer and you're hiring them, what happens when that system fails? You know, are you going to be able to call them and get them to come back in there? Probably not. They may not even be around by then, you know, right? At least if you find a company that's got some longevity, uh, you're going to get that service after the sale when you need it, uh, whether it's to honor a warranty or several years down the road for an upgrade or just uh, for some just customer support. Um you know, we have customers call us all the time just because they forgot something small. We've had several call us right before Thanksgiving saying, hey, I forgot how to put a holiday schedule in uh, for Thanksgiving. Because, you know, the last holiday we had was back in July, right? And actually, July 4th, I believe, was on Saturday anyway, so it wasn't really a big thing. So people forget stuff, um, so they know they can call us. We'll walk them right through it. We actually keep videos on our training on our website, too, so they can just click on the video and follow their way through. But, uh, you know... These are all important things you need to consider, not just how many dollars can I save up front, but what's my total cost going to be. And typically, I think you're going to find that when you try to save money by uh, taking shortcuts, going with that lowest bidder, going with the cheapest product you can find, um, you'll pay for it in the end. And you'll probably pay more than what it would have been. And so for the example of the building that we got requested to go out to and take a look at because people were being locked inside of it, they effectively paid us to install a full system in their building. So they'd already paid someone else to install a system. They paid us to come back in and install the system correctly and also add the necessary components that the person had forgotten. So they bought that system twice. Uh, how many dollars have they saved now if they had to buy the system twice uh, instead of buying it once from a reputable company? You know, just something to keep in mind. We hate seeing people, 
get scammed. We hate seeing people get ripped off. Um, it happens too often. Uh, it happens in states like Indiana, which is where we are, because you know a lot of states, Indiana being one of them, don't have any requirements to have a security company. There's no security license, if you will. Um, some states like Tennessee, Kentucky, I know both of those, uh, you have to have a license to actually do security work. You know, Indiana is not that way. Plenty of other states aren't that way either. And as much as I don't like government oversight, there's some times when having a uh, group of people setting some standards for an industry is probably a good thing. And security, fire alarms, things like that, life safety, um, those are important things. Those are important things because they, if you do them wrong, there's potential for harm. There's potential for a loss of life. Uh, there's potential for fines, right? So just keep that in mind. Um, hire a reputable company. Hire somebody who comes with uh, referrals. You know, talk to people you know. I guarantee you, if you want a security system at your house and you post on your Facebook account, does anybody have a good security system recommendation, you're going to get 75 people that post and give each of, you know, each of them is going to suggest a person or a company they like. Might be a major national company like an ADT or a Brinks, might be a smaller local company like us, um, but they're going to give you a list of companies that they have experience with that they like. No sense trying to uh, reinvent the wheel, if you will. No sense trying to, you know, find a different company to do this. Um, just to save a few dollars because again you're not going to save any money and in the end you're just going to end up paying more than you would have paid initially if you'd done it right that's all we got for today hope you enjoy the rest of your day and thanks a lot for listening thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to our podcast uh, if you'd like as we mentioned in the introduction you can find us online at criminalshateus.com or by searching the hashtag criminalshateus on twitter facebook and instagram Love to hear feedback from me. You can message us through the website. You can message us on here. Uh, please leave a positive review if you liked it, and hopefully we'll see you again for the next episode.